Hey, this is Carla Michelle, and it is so great to have you here today on the Strong Woman's Network podcast. That's strong, strategic, intelligent, resilient, optimistic, necessary, and global. If you're not global in the world, make sure you're global in your world. I tell you, it's such a pleasure to be here today. And I want to remind you, subscribe to this podcast. Add me to all of your listening pleasures. I would love to be a part of your life. And that's what I'm here for. So also remember, I am on Instagram at Miss Carla Michelle at M-S-C-A-R-L-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E and Facebook at Carla Michelle. And don't forget, you can always uh Reach, reach me on my website at Dr. Carla Inc. D-R-C-A-R-L-A-I-N-C dot com. And I would love to hear from you. All right. Well, let's get started. I have I, I have a special guest. And what I'm doing is finishing what I promised. You know, how many times have we said we're going to do something and we don't finish? Well, this is me redeeming myself. I had the Mother's Day special and so much started happening, but that's no excuse because we're here right now and we're finishing off with uh, another one of my children. I have one more to go and they are ready and ready and raring to go. And here I have number three of four, Jordan, Rihanna, Caitlin, Tucker is in the house. Can we welcome her? <laughs> there she is. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) I'm very well. Thank you very much. So, hey, you know what? I'm so happy to have this time with you. I don't take it lightly. I know you're so busy. You were actually in town because now, ladies and gentlemen, she is uh, away at school, back at school. And when she was here, we didn't even get the opportunity to do it. But I have uh, wrestled her down and she has given me some space in her day I actually had to make an appointment so this is some serious <laughs> stuff happening uh, but hey tell my listeners tell the listeners about who you are and what you're all about well um like my mom said my name is jordan um i'm third out of four i'm 22 years old i was born may 11th so i'm a Taurus. <laughs> So you know how that is, you know. Um, oh I run track at Washington State University going into my fifth year because of COVID-19. I'm majoring in biology with a minor in psychology with intention to become a neonatal nurse practitioner and opening up my own midwifery business. So if any of my fellow midwifery neonatal nurses hear this out there, please hit my mom up so she, she can hit me up so we could connect. Um, I really enjoy eating on my pastime and bothering my mother and my family members. And yes, that's me. All right. I love the intro. I love it. Well, I have to say as all with all my kids, I'm very proud of you and just happy that you get another year, um, to run and, uh, you know, break some more records there at Washington state and uh get some education under more education under your belt because you finished um basically your bachelor's uh with the focus on biology yeah so good 
bad. So tell me this. I'm going to interview you not as tell me how have it been. Okay, we can ask that question. I'm your mom. Let's just start with that because I have other questions about your life. How's it been having you, having me, having you as having my mom? You. <laughs> it's almost, it is almost <laughs> like that, ladies and gentlemen. She's <laughs> like the mommy. Tell me how it is to have me as a mom. To have you as a mom is very, um, it's not bittersweet. It's just sweet all the time, like candy. <laughs> but at first, it was like, kind of challenging because we have the same personality but um we have the same personality but you didn't want to see it and you would see me as the crazy one when you're crazy too but now I think <laughs> we are starting to be on the same page about our craziness and I feel like it's because I'm away now but I feel like we get each other the most and it's like having a mom best friend and sometimes I overstep the friend boundary and forget you're the mom, as you always say. But it's fun to have you as a mom. Great. Thank you. That's so kind. And it's fun to you having you as a daughter. Um, I'll never forget a time when you said, mom, oh can, you just, can, can you just be my mom and not a coach? So, and then... You go on to say, well, can't you be my coach and not my mom right now? No. So how is <laughs> how is that dynamic of coaching versus mom? Do you think that there's a difference? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you the reason why I said that. My mom needs to be a mom instead of a coach. Because if something wrong would go if something would go wrong in my life, she would be like, you know what? This is just something for your book. And when you get older, you can write your book and you need to start writing your book and it's going to be okay. This is all good. When sometimes it's just like, you just want to sit down like, hey, daughter, I love you. I went through this too when I was in your age area, you know? So I think just like, and then when I ask for you to be a coach is because sometimes you being a mom ain't enough in the moment. And I need what you, <laughs> I need what you get to your clients. I need the good stuff. Yeah. I, need, I need the drugs. Uh, no. the, the, the drugs. I do not prescribe. No, drugs, she doesn't prescribe drugs. It's just her words are like the drug because they make you, they make you think. You know. So, I think that at first it was like I think with being because it was like in high school when I said that or was that college? I don't even college. remember. It was college, like early college, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, because yeah, because I was going through a lot of hardships with track, and I think you would like tell me more like mental things like you know you need to think like this you need to think like that instead of really like getting more personal with it I think it was really just more it's abstract the word like outside not really personal so I think that's why it hit me to say like oh I want more of a mom because I felt like I always had to be like hard you know like I'm mm -hmm. I'm built for this and I am mentally strong but in the moment like I get that from you and that's how you raised me to be. But like, sometimes it's like, okay, I need the soft side too. So I could like feel comforted and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's real because it's not about always stay in the game, stay in the game. Yeah. You know, and even when I meet with clients, I, I'm not with them every day. So it's just, that's true. Mm -hmm. So it's a little different to know how to shift that mentality with my, with my children, because it's not, 
every, you know, I'm with you every day or talk to you every day. And so my coaching techniques are not necessarily beneficial, but if I could be transparent, I, I believe at those times it was more as a mom, I can say, come here, but I also see so much potential in you and so much, so much that it was the mental I felt that was holding you back. Mm -hmm. And, and, but still I respect that you preferred just, just be my mom right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I respect that. I hope that I. No, you did. You You did shift. Cause I think that one track meet where I was like crying a lot after Oregon, that was like the pivotal point where I was like, okay. Cause you were telling me like, you need to get up, you need to go, you need to stop. You got to do that. And it's like, I just want to be listened to because no one else is like, listening to what I'm saying or like you're the because you know how I would call you after tracking it's like if something goes wrong I call you automatically because no one else is going to tell me like the truth like you know what I mean like you'll be like oh it is your mental and it's like it's good to hear it but at the same time it's like okay where's the the real side it's, like, I, it's okay baby. yeah exactly <laughs> and then now it's just like it's okay you don't get it next time it's never and I think you've never been a, it's okay baby it's always been like you go and get it next time like don't dwell on it now like just Go work harder. You know what you have to do. Yeah. Well, because you have such a um, focus Mm -hmm. and you, you like to be perfect. Yes. And you're so used to winning, Mm -hmm. you know, in high school, all you did was win until you had an injury. Yeah. It was a different story. Tell, let's talk about how, how was that to, you know, to win and then experience not being in first place or not breaking records anymore. Well, I think at that time in high school. Yeah. That uh, senior year. Yeah, that was, it was interesting because I've never ran track before until eighth grade. And then that story about how like the coach was like, you need to keep your daughter in track. So I think like, even from that, my ego was built. Like, to where I'm like, oh, dang, I, I can't be messed with, basically. She's telling my mom to keep me in it. Like, I better keep going. So that, like, freshman year and then getting a coach and stuff, that, like, developed my confidence, too. Because I was like, oh, I have an advantage over these people. And literally everyone, like, you know, every coach I work with would be like, you have so much potential. Let me work with you. You have so much potential. Let me work with you. So I think, like, that just kept, like, gearing me up. It's like, oh, I could be the best. I could be the best. And I think, like, freshman year, because I broke a record freshman year, right? Mm-hmm. And then sophomore year, I don't really remember sophomore year. I think sophomore year was kind of neutral. Like, it, I was getting, like, I didn't make it to CIF um, finals or anything. I think I just did, I think I did uh, prelims. Yeah, yeah, I did prelims. Yeah, I did prelims, but I didn't make it further than that. And then all of a sudden, like, junior year, something, like, clicked in me. I don't really know. I don't know what it was. Um I really don't know what it was, but I took track serious all of a sudden and I started like running really well. I made it to, I'm one CIF division three um, in the one and two. And I didn't even know For that those I could of do you that. that don't know. It's the 100 and the 200. Oh yeah. The 100, a quarter of the lap, a quarter of the lap and then half of the lap. That's yeah. the one and two. So um, once I did that, I was like, dang, like I really could do this. Cause I'd never won that before. Like, no one, I don't think anyone at Monrovia has won that before. So I was really like, oh, dang, like, my ego is just getting built up. 
And I think I was being ran. Oh, and then I did summer track. And because since I ran like a good time, my coach was like, oh, we're going to keep running you so that you could like did you stay do the fit. junior Olympics then? Yeah, that was the junior Olympic year. And I think doing that low-key messed me up because I haven't ran that long because usually summer I get to rest and then get back into it. But that year was just like, I was running until like uh, August, I think. And then I had to start back up for um, preseason. And I think like my senior year, mid, uh, I think like almost a championship. Oh no, because Arcadia Invitational, I had to take myself out of a race. And I had, I was like crying because I didn't want to. And that was really just my ego speaking because I was like, I want to show people that I'm still capable. Because remember, like there was things written on me, like she's not going to run fast this year and stuff. Someone's going to take her spot and da, 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 da. Because we went to Simplot in Idaho and I ran good. And I remember they posted this post, like who's going to win the Simplot? And my name was on there. And I was like, what? Like they actually think I might be able to win this? Because I didn't even think I would be able to. And then I was healthy at that point, but then, April where like Arcadia Invitational came my Achilles was like burning and it felt like it was going to tear and literally like I fought through that thing because I remember the four by two the four by 200 I was like in pain like really bad pain and you can even see the photo of me like finishing I had like a big frown on my face because I was pushing so hard trying to get the win for our team and then that messed me up for my individual events. And I was like crying at my house and I really just had to suck it up and see that like in the moment, like I would rather be healthy for the long run than to just run this race right now since I already signed. I think, oh no, I haven't signed yet, but like prospects, I had to keep myself accountable to be healthy for the team. And that was like just hard to see, like I'm not racing and I'm not putting myself out there to get faster because you only get faster if you run fast races. And if I'm not running fast races, then I'm getting slow so I remember running the Rio Hondo meet and I won that but then once we got to CIF I ran the 100 and I don't think I did too good I think I ran like 12-0 and my I was sick that day too remember I had the flu I ran and then my friend beat me in the one she was after you though yeah she was after me her dad all was those people her, who were after telling you. me to get me and I was like what y'all could go ahead like I'm I'm competitive but I don't think I'm head-on competitive like I won't be like you can't get me I'll just be like all right like do what you gotta do but I'm gonna try too so I'm not gonna let you get over me easy and I remember the 200 like I was running and I'm like a, not a slow starter but I get really comfortable in my run and that girl got me remember and I was yeah. crying because my Achilles was messing up. And I was like, I'm sick. I, da, 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 da. I was making up all these excuses. But I still made it to uh, CIF finals. And then that was even just, like, horrible, too, because I just didn't feel right. Like, compared to junior, it was hard to, like, continue to feel motivated because coming from being a CIF championship. And then these freshmen from Calabasas come out of nowhere and running fast times and I'm over here feeling like an old lady because I got an Achilles injury <laughs> and they're over here passing me and I'm like I was literally winning this division last year this time and to come back and be like top five not even like top two is like really humbling but kind of like discouraging at the same time like am I really as fast as I think I am or like mm. I think I lost myself in track because even trans coming to w WCU I put so much of myself in track to when it wasn't going good my freshman and sophomore year I felt like I wanted to quit 
and not run anymore. So what changed for you? Uh, I don't even know. I think I had to disconnect a little bit. Like, I think my junior year, two years ago, when I finally got the record for the 60, like, I just got, like, I didn't take track so serious. Like, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, dang, I can't do this because I have track. I can't go to a party because I have track. Like, I was like, if y'all want to hang out this today, let's do it. Like, if y'all want to do this, let's do it. Because I went, I think I was restricting myself from living the college life and trying to be, like, a perfect athlete. Like, I was like, since I'm not running fast, I need to do everything correctly. And then I think I was putting too much stress on myself. And when I finally just let go, it was like, okay, here you go. Everything just came naturally at that point. And I just got out of my head, I think, more than anything. So letting go and getting out of your head was kind of like the key, right? Yeah. For you. Yeah. So if you were to tell somebody who's listening or they have a daughter or son or it's themselves, like, what did you learn? Because you're, you're a senior, you know, you're, you're, unless, you know, I would love to see you go to the Olympics. I know. And, and all that great stuff. Um, and in NCAA is that championships. Yeah, mm-hmm. championships and stuff like that. And, you know, that's definitely, I'm sure your goal. But what would you tell someone in high school or in junior high? I got to tell this story. This girl ran her first track meet in Converse high tops. Were they yeah. high tops? Mm-hmm. Graffiti. Graffiti. <laughs> Converse high top. <laughs> she, she ran a track meet. And so we didn't know she could run, which was the funny part. We're a basketball we didn't know she, family. Yeah, we did basketball and and she, yeah, so uh, this she was the first person to run track, and so she was just out there and whatever. And the teacher came up to me, and she's like, you know, she's really good, but do you think you should she can have some track shoes? I was like, sure. I just never knew she could run. I didn't know this was real, you know, for her. But um, so yeah, she she shocked us all. But then we come to find out when you were doing an ancestry yeah. uh, background, I forgot my dad ran track. And, and his brother. Oh, and yeah, and his twin brother. So it is in the family. Uh, but she was trying to figure out where it came from. I totally forgot. My dad has been a long distance runner. I forgot that he uh, actually, uh, his brother was really fast. Yeah. So, yeah. So really cool to see. So what would you tell someone uh, if you look back, or what would you tell, this is the question I love when people ask, what would you tell that 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old In now? eighth grade? Or high school. What would you tell her now? I don't even know. Maybe to just, I think to take care of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. but I think I did a good job of that because I had Bailey and Alyssa. So like my her energy friends. was just, yeah, my friends. My <laughs> energy was just like good, like constantly. So I think like, to keep a good group of people around you who have like the same goals, the same like mindset as you. So it doesn't distract you, but propels you towards what you want to do. Because honestly, I wouldn't change what I did. I think I would just want to take better care of my health. Like I wish that my school had training programs for like athletic training so I could get treatment after uh, practices. So I'm not hurt, but I can't change that. So I think it's more like just, remember to keep your energy high and not to really be too like hard on yourself and um, just let things like flow, let it flow through you. Good. That's great. 
Oh, that's good. But it is important. I think that even carries over into life. It's, you know, having a good group of people around you, letting it flow, not getting too stressed about life and, mm-hmm. and all that comes your way. Because apparently, as we see, it all works out some kind yeah. of way. Right. Exactly. Um, even though you had whatever kind of showing in your senior year, you were still recruited. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a blessing to have like my junior year because usually a lot of people get like they're recruiting off of their senior year. But I'm blessed to have like my junior year as something to sit on. And then I was able to still do senior year with people knowing like my potential and not having to like to fight hard to show somebody like, oh, I could do that, too. But it was already in me. So it's like they didn't really have to like really see it anymore because they see what I could do, you know, so Mm -hmm. it was good to have that. Good. That's so cool. So, so I think I, I know I asked your other siblings, like your dad and I divorcing, how has that had any impact on you uh, Uh, that you want to share or talk about? I probably, I wouldn't say it had a strong impact. I think I kind of liked that you guys got divorced just because it was like two of everything. I don't know if (laughs) They said that. Did the other two they say did. that? Yeah. <laughs> two Christmases, two Yeah, houses, it was two. two it was two of everything. And I think that's what our coping was like, oh, it's two of everything. So like it's not bad. We get two Christmases, two this, two that, that. And I don't really think it affected me in a way like growing up. Maybe like even with my relationships, I'm like, dang, I hope I don't get divorced when like I get married. Because I mean, we don't get to see like how functional, not fun, I guess, yeah, functional means success. So we didn't get to see how a functional marriage was and how to like adapt with it. Definitely. And I guess like you you guys were 14 years. So we were just too young to actually see like everything the way it was before all went wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think if we were older enough to see like the 14 years that you guys had, we would have a better like view of how marriage is. But I think from what I remember, mostly what was just like chaos. And then it was like peaceful after when you guys Mm -hmm. were separate. I don't know if that's going to register in me like in the future, like, oh, together is crazy. Separate is like the way to handle it. But I think that's what like the uh, mindset that I have with you guys now. I don't really think like it affected me any other way besides that. But I know like we all do like cater to you more. I don't know like what the deeper meaning of that is. Maybe we just saw you being hurt more than dad. So we're like trying to advocate and like cover up for him. And we saw dad as being like more strong maybe, but that's the only way I would see it, like how it affected me and even like the rest of the siblings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I see it. So, if anything, what would you have changed about, I know you talked about coach mom, but is there anything you would have changed or like to have seen different from me? No. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm perfect. Because you're perfect. No, because <laughs> if I if I said that, that would be kind of weird. I don't know. Like, I think you did your best because even when we were switching houses, like, and you went through your hard times, you wouldn't let us see it. Maybe that, like, even, okay, yeah, because when we Uh-oh. did the the uh, course and you started to cry, remember how I was like, I've never seen you cry? 
and people you gotta were explain. like, they don't know the course. I can't so explain we, it. We did the person. We did some. We did a personal. We did personal development. Development together. Okay. Yes. And then one of the one of the, uh, there events. was a really strong challenge for her, and she had a breakthrough, and she began to cry, and I was like, uh, I don't know what to do with this. People are like, "Go give your mom a hug." I'm like, uh, "Okay, I'm gonna give you a hug," because I've never seen her cry. Like you broke down. Like it was like from the heart it was like triggering and I think maybe like to let us see like the vulnerable side maybe if we could have went back because I think you handled a lot of your stuff like away like even that one time I remember this story like when I would call just to hear your voicemail when I to go to bed now I'm like okay I'm gonna go to sleep now because you weren't there so I think like just like if in that moment maybe like we could have been like explained what was happening and stuff just to get like that more vulnerable side of you because we see you as like hard like you're like oh the mom our mom handles business our mom is this 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 so maybe just like back then we would have because I think all of us have that like we don't we don't know how you are when you're sad we don't know how to handle it so I would probably say that's the only thing that I would have changed. That makes total sense. And I think I was doing something of protecting you from Mm -hmm. seeing all that, you know, going to divorce, getting a job, finding us a place to live. Yeah. All that stuff, the rejection from not getting to places that we wanted, having to move in with my father and going Mm -hmm. back to my old room and you guys are in my old brother's room and (laughs) just all and then going through the divorce and I think I was doing my best to be okay and then doing double to make sure you guys saw that I was okay yeah and mm-hmm. but that's a disservice to the reality of what really is happening in life so but it wasn't yeah. just you it was dad too like we wouldn't get to see him in the vulnerable moment yeah so but yeah so it's it's yeah, I get it. And I, I, I don't know if I would have known to do it different, right? Because I think from my parents, they never really showed, even when my mom, ha- you know, having uh, breast cancer, they hit a lot. You yeah. Know, even, you know, we did, I mean, to find out once she passed, like everything was taken care of. So they even knew, you know, her last days were here, you know. So I think parents try to do their best to protect their kids. And, but it is a disservice. I do own that. You know, mm-hmm. there has to be some because, like, when my dad did die, I did cry. So, how did you feel yeah, about that? Yeah, was I that think, okay? That was fine. I mean, because I think I was able to, and it makes sense. You know, like I would cry too if my if one of you guys died. So, I think if you didn't show us crying, it would have been like, okay, like, why isn't she like showing this raw emotion with us? Mm-hmm. So, I think it was just like natural. It wasn't like, oh, it was just like, okay. I understand what's going on I would be doing the same thing it was more relatable I think okay. uh, but it wasn't like scary it didn't uh, push me away it was probably more of like because you saw how everybody like once we called or once you called justice and stuff everybody made a roundup to go to your house and that was like yeah. that's what's supposed to happen so imagine if you didn't call us crying we would just be like yeah. oh she's good so I think it was good that you did that so mm-hmm. good. I'm glad I became vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> I know after 30, after 30 years, 28 years. <laughs> I'm now vulnerable. Uh, 
But uh, it is something, though. It's something to learn, ladies and gentlemen. If you have kids out there, I, I believe they're, you know, not that Jordan speaks for everyone, but there's definitely a need to show both sides of us and not mm-hmm. just, I can do this and I'm a badass or, you know, I'm that boss. And you yeah. really show that you could be the boss, but you're also human. And I also think that's why a lot of it could be why you were so hard on yourself when it comes to track and school. I mean, you're on it when it comes to your grades. You've always been a scholar athlete and you've been on there. What is that honor they give you uh, every year? Oh, it's like the Pac-12 academic something. I don't even know. Pac-12 academic honors. There it is. Yeah, she's like, I don't even know, but she's been on it like every year, you know? So uh, was it your freshman year too or? Yeah, I got it all four. All four years, but she's like, I don't know. You know, people like, anyway. But I know, I, that's true, though. That's true. <laughs> but I, I think that uh, that does play a role in how you perform and how you show up in life. Because I show mm. up, I showed up so focused and hard. I mean, I went to school when you guys were growing up. And, you know, you always saw me kind of doing things. And I mean, that could be a disservice as well, because you're not learning the harmony of, taking that rest and still achieving. I just achieve, achieve, achieve what you do. Yeah. Cause even now, you know, when I come over and uh, you're resting, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong? Mom? What's wrong? Why aren't you? Asking? I'm like, let's go. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm just resting today. I'm like, oh, you don't. You gotta go to the office? Are you we keep to going. Office? Yeah. So my, I, I, this, that was a disservice uh, to you. <laughs> Uh, to yeah, because you you stay with me more, so you saw me more in yeah. that realm of go 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 go. Um, so yeah, I, I'm hoping I'm a better uh, <laughs> example in that area. Yeah, you're better, but it's weird now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working to even get more relaxed, sweetie. Check, I am learning. Yeah. I'm like, my money's gonna make money, so I don't have to get up all the yep. time. Um, that's true. Is there anything you want to add? I have a couple more questions, but is there anything that you like, you know what? I'm here and I want to say something or, I mean, I'm going to ask you that at the end. How about this? Uh, but is there something, do you have something like, I wish I could say it. Okay. So no, let's get, give, get your 22. Aren't wait, 21, 22. Yeah, 22. Woo, Lord Jesus. You're 22. <laughs> I just turned 22. You're 22. What about some tips and tricks for 22-year-olds out there? I mean, I'm only one month out. Okay. But, uh, someone <laughs> in their for early... 21. Okay. For someone who's whatever, tips and tricks. <laughs> what has made you get wins in life? What's your go-tos to win in life? How about um, that? Forget the age well, bracket. As of, as of now, my wins in life are accomplished through school and track. Um yeah, so I think that has helped with school. I would say just like not procrastinating and uh, setting time or like finding a routine that you like and that motivates you. Like, for instance, I was talking to my brother about like YouTube and stuff and how to stay motivated. And like we were talking about like how to make me do homework. I like my brain works better if I get like an iced coffee and I sit down somewhere and like start doing homework. It makes me feel like more motivated and stuff. So maybe finding like something that works for you like that, that like um, encourages you to work. 
if that's what you want to do uh but also finding something to like sit and relax in like either that's like reading or something and not thinking about the work that you have to do but just being in the moment and being present uh in your rest time because that helps out a lot um Mm -hmm. with track I think just like being a communication is like a big deal just like voicing what you need uh even if that's like in relationships and stuff not to settle for less but to settle for what you think you deserve um and um yeah that's I think that's most of it for track that's what helps me get wins Mm. is there any like rituals that you do like morning rituals or um I just started my ritual up again since we had the road trip I uh get up in the morning and I um read a book for 30 minutes. Right now I'm reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. So I'm reading that again. And then I uh, journal outside. And usually the sun like is right on my face on the patio. So I get some vitamin D at the same time. And then I meditate to um, frequency music, usually 432 hertz Mm. and uh, 528. And that's like the love and like DNA healing and like stress-free frequencies. And that on top of like the bird chirping and stuff. Mm. ideal so that's like my morning routine that I've started off so far cool I I like that so you mentioned a little bit that we've done personal development not only you know you read and you have you meditate and you journal um and you were the one who started going to and taking courses that help you become a better you what yeah at at what 19 or 20 you started right yeah 19 19 years old what? maybe 20 20, 20. years mm-hmm. old and just yeah. going out there and what did you get from investing you paid for that I didn't pay for it and well you you know there's things that you took the time to invest in yeah um, most definitely so what did you what did you get out of that uh, I think that was, I think I had that in such a pivotal year because that's when I found out like with track that it wasn't working the way I wanted it to be. Like I thought coming out, like how my mom said of being like the fastest and like having all these accolades to being like the, not the slowest, but like not as the fastest in Pac-12 was really like ego diminishing. So I think through, uh, benchmark I learned more about like myself like disconnected from track uh just how my uh programming is and stuff and my personality and uh what I do without thinking and I think that kind of helped uh with like just my thoughts my negative uh thoughts that I would have when I did do bad with track and I learned how to like re shift that to something else and see how it's working for me and not against me Mm -hmm. more and stop being a victim of like uh situations that I'm going through but seeing them as lessons instead Mm -hmm. you never lose you always learn yep it's not an L it's the lesson yes that's right Uh L for loss yeah exactly for those who are older don't understand yeah oh yeah sorry (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) my bad that's right that's good all right well um I know that um you know, at 22, your life is only, in some sense, really just begun. Um, it, it appears, you know, not just as your mother, but 
as a as a female that you really um, have some good foundation uh, mm-hmm. to help you through. And you and I love how you work things out um, and how you're growing and maturing and working through um, hurdles that you know are only lessons. You know, so that's really good how you're doing that. Um, in your final words, because we're going to close it out here. And, um, and it's really been fun having you on. You're just so intelligent. (laughs) I do want to say this though, because you've been talking about, you do a, you do a hair channel, YouTube, and you, you haven't really touched on that a lot lately, but you do do natural hair on the YouTube Mm -hmm. And which is great because I picked up on some stuff and use her products. Now she uses, we use each other's products, but uh, <laughs> uh, now you're, you're considering if you want to share, you're considering a business uh, goal. And yes. if you're, you want to talk about that? And- yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, I'm going to start a, a skincare business soon um it's mostly specializing in it's like organic so no uh extra chemicals and stuff it's going to be homemade most of it vegan I hope so I'm like doing a lot of research to see if it is but um my goal is just to like because I know during high school my skin was breaking out and my confidence was really low and I didn't know what to do until I started to research on YouTube and stuff and see like how natural remedies could help so I'm starting this in order to like help those people who I wish would help me um, in, while in my troubling times. And it's going to just be like stuff for hyperpigmentation and like uh, spot treatment and just like overall skin health in general, like texture wise and whatnot, specializing in um, my fellow black people, but also in uh, people of color as well. Those are my main audience or uh, main uh, customers that I want to reach out to just because I know a lot of stuff out there isn't made for our skin but this is all like from earth for our people made from the earth so yeah nice. we're, we're still in the brainstorming ways um, I have the ingredients and stuff but I just want to be a little bit more prepared and knowing my perfectionist self probably prepared <laughs> is right now but <laughs> I still want to make sure that I like that everything prepared is, good, is right so. now I like that. Yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll preach. Prepared is right now, probably, you know? Yeah. We try to wait. We think we have to connect all the dots, but there's enough dots connected for you to Because I got about to... everything. I got the I got the bottles. I got the ingredients, but I just feel like I want it to be perfect. I want it to be like how well known products already are. And I think I just have to let the process be as it is and mm. let it be raw and unfiltered and then grow from there because if my supporters like it then it would be good that's amen and i'm not going to coach you in that see you, that's why you that's why i got baby. that programming <laughs> <laughs> that's why i already know what to say because i get that coaching I i'm so coaching. proud of you baby if you need mommy i'm here <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh man this has been great this has been so good to have this time with you um i want to know in your in Oh, first, before we close, where can we connect with you? Uh, I am on Instagram at 
J-A-Y dot T-U-C-K. Um, I am on Twitter at J-A-Y-T-U-C-K-Y. Um, I think that's all I'm really on right now. If I have any other social medias to give out, I will relay them. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I'm, are you open to, you know, someone having questions for you and they just hitting you up that way? Oh, yeah. Doing you good. All right. So you hear that. Uh, if you have somebody, especially for the cheering, the cheering, for the cheering to hit up, <laughs> you know, I always get, you know, she talked about the book. Okay. So I got to go here. Cause I'm like, you need to write your book because there's people out there your age. You need to hear all that you went through, you know, you know, being heavy, you know, being heavily, heavily, heavily recruited and going through that process and your grades and how you kept them up and, and just your focus. I mean, you had relationships that didn't always go well, you know, for you and having mm-hmm. to get through that uh, friendships. And you were a cheerleader once you played basketball, uh, you ran track. So there's so much that you have done. Uh, and there's so yeah. many questions that people may have, like, well, how did you do it? And now you're 22, you're in your, you're in your fifth year because of COVID, they gave you another year and you're going to have your undergrad in psychology and you, you, you're going on and doing great things in your career, but you're also starting a business on the side. And this is just yep. so cool. So people may have questions for you. Um, so you guys hear that she's open and available for the youngins to uh, seek, her, of, yes. seek her out. She does come home. I try to get her to train too, but you know, I, I, I need to I, step I back. could train if, 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 if the kids want me to. Yeah. I train adults too. Yes, she but does. ask my mom and oh, ask. Okay. And ask On a serious note, adults do not do this. It is no. No, do it if you want to get some work. Don't listen to her. <laughs> okay, apparently I did it, but I cried, you guys. I yeah. was in tears. She had me doing some stuff on a hill that is ungodly that you should not be doing. <laughs> and I just, I she thought I was playing. I don't know, but I cried. I was, I just couldn't anymore. I just didn't want to. Maybe I could, but I was about. No, you could because when I when I broke it down for you step by step, you did it. Yeah, but it was like Woo! in the moment Ew, you just didn't want to do it. And I was feeling <laughs> sick, and it was just a lot going on. But she's really, it was a lot. But she's good. She's good. She's really good. So seek her out. Um, yes. In closing, uh, this is your opportunity. Say you have the whole world before you and they're all listening. What are your last words? What? Yeah. Like if I was dying? No. This is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, baby. Unless that helps you get motivation. <laughs> what, what would your um... last words be to the world that's listening right now? My last words would be like the quote in my yearbook in high school, stay true to you. But also, if you feel like you need to uh, improve yourself in any way, tonight and today is the time. Tomorrow is non-existent. Time is all a facade. Now is forever. So just do it now. Oh, my God. You hit that. I like that. Thank you. Oh my God. Don't steal it. I am. Don't steal it's, it for your Monday minute. It's stolen, baby. It's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Jordan. And it has just been a really big pleasure uh, having this time for you with you. Thank you for taking the time to 
meet with me and do this lovely episode. Um, and I'm just happy. Right. It's so good. Thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Thank you so much. I said, thank you, mommy. <laughs> you're thank wel- you. You're welcome, baby. <laughs> you're welcome, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, reach out to Jordan once again. And remember, subscribe to this podcast. I would love to connect even more so than we already do. And um, yep. we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, mom. Okay. Bye-bye, y'all. Hi.